Have a cup of tea. 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 Robot. Hello. You do it this week, then. No. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome to Shrew a podcast about life. TV, tea, V, energy drinks, and energy drinks. TV, tea, and V. TV, tea. TV, texture, vegetable, protein. TVP. You are. Protein. Protein. Let's start again. <laughs> and that was gold. Welcome back. Welcome, Jolly. Welcome back. Hi. Hi. Hello, and welcome to Sugary Brew. Sugary Brew. <laughs> A podcast featuring me, James, Brewery Brewer, and you, Danny Sugary Sugar. <laughs> A podcast in which, I've said a podcast four times, a podcast in which we discuss. Our, our lives in a in a narcissistic manner. We discuss tea and we we debate tea. This week's is a, is another in the the Don't pucker day spoilers. tonight. All right, it's, it's the first section, mate. Should we start again? Yeah. Was that not all right? I don't know. It's probably all right. She's put the kettle on. Now it's noisy. And, and it's she's over there, like not banging over there. about on the floor. Hey, eh? are you in one of your moods? Maybe. I like your jacket, by the way. Thanks. It's old. Still like it. I like your shirt. Do you want it? Nah. Because right. then you'll be naked. Oh, but I'd have my trousers on. I like your shirt on you. Oh, do you want it? Nah. Hi. Hi. Are we starting again? I don't know. Are we? I don't know. So, how was your week? My week was... I, I can't remember. We have to talk over the noise of the kettle. <laughs> yeah. Prematurely so boiling. Part of the tea-making ambience. It's Ceremony. actually actually only a sound effect. There isn't actually a kettle. I added it in post. Yeah. You sent it in the post. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got a clicky pen. Uh, my week's been really nice. We went camping in uh, Golden Bay with my, hello, with my um, family, my... Oh, yeah. My... What do you keep buns? With my brother and his family, Paula and his two daughters, um, and my mum. We had a lovely time. The weather was atrocious. We've had probably a week of glorious sunshine prior to the weekend, and we've had a week of glorious sunshine afterwards. The actual weekend itself was was fairly challenging weather. So, what did you get up to? You went a day early. Sat in a gazebo. Sat in a gazebo. Yeah, looking at the rain, going, "This is fun." As the the ground progressively got wetter. Sat there looking at the ground, getting wetter, and we we. Having uh, so, Kelvin, my brother's daughters are ten and eight, and my mum's seventy odd and increasingly immobile. Hi, mum. So that provides a lot of the games, right? <laughs> that provides just the preparing food and eating and going for walks on the beach and sandcastles. I mean, you don't need to come up with a lot of activities to 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 to, to entertain oneself. We also went for a walk um, in the bush. We went to Anatoki Salmon Farm. We did lots of cool things, and it was really lovely. Really beautiful time with, lovely. with family, fam, family, family, and friends. Go so on. Nothing more to report on your. Are you family taking weekend? my clicky pen away? Yeah, because you keep clicking it. Um, anything more to report on the family? 
No, it was just it was just lovely. We, we stayed in um, my in-laws' camper van. It was it was it was beautiful. It was really lovely. And I haven't seen you since then, have I? Don't think so. Kettle's boiled. <laughs> Try a cup of tea. How was your week, Dan? Uh, my week was all right. Was good. Was nice to have Anna back. She's she's out. Yeah. So you you heard about my dropping her off and then what I did after that last week. But this week I went and picked her up and. So I left really early, like really. Early. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I was. It's a. Th- it's actually only three hours forty-five minutes, only, and I left because I was basically told that if I'm not there at one o'clock when they expect to come out and mm. wait for me at the car park, they'll all get like really cross, eaten by. Sand by sandflies. Oh, do you want to see my ankles? Wow. I know. Terrifically exciting, hey? They're impressive. Thanks. Um, so, I worried about being late, and so I just got everything ready the night before, and I went to bed, woke up. I put the alarm on for seven, <laughs> but I woke up at six and turned the alarm off. Yeah. What are you laughing at? For breakfast... How many weaves did you have in the night? In the night, I had zero. Um, Anyway, to cut a long story slightly shorter... (laughs) um, For the the record, for the tape, I adore you, Danny. Thanks. I set off at about eight... Fucking hell, yeah. (laughs) And anyway... We're at Thursday morning still. (laughs) Okay, I'll I'll skip to the part where I got... To, um, did you put any gas in your pa- in your car? Yes, I filled it. Did you at any point change gears? It did it on its own. It's automatic. Oh, it's automatic. Right. Anyway, um, so I got to Karamea, and then I got to the car park, and they were still. It was like still relatively early, so I was like, "Oh, I'll just start walking." So I walked. I went onto the Heafy at the opposite end. So essentially, you walked the Heafy. I walked part of it, part of it. Like, yeah, you did. So I walked for about 50 minutes before I bumped into these guys. Um, and I was quite excited to see me and offload her pack. Which is a relief, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I didn't think she'd be like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> I always, I never, I never, um, I always have a huge paranoia if ever I'm like... Surprising yeah. someone. Like coming, if... I would, I would often, when I was working at the cinema, if I got to go home a little early or whatever, I would always tell Janie. Just in case you walked in and she was <laughs> like... Oh, fuck you again. You know? Oh. Well, I don't know. I, yeah, I always... I never do a surprise thing for me. I'm not... Yeah, I'm not a big surprise guy either, to be honest. Um, I'm, and, and it wasn't really... And considering I mean, you'd actually planned this with Anna, it wasn't... Well, it... Kind of. I mean, before she left, we were umming and ahhing whether I would go because one of her other walkers' husbands was going to go and pick them up right. anyway. So if I was going, I'd have to go in two separate... We would have had to go in two separate cars, which eventually we did. But thankfully, we did because he didn't arrive in Karamea until at least two hours after they'd come out. Right. So it was lucky that I left so early and had breakfast and all that stuff and got ready the night before and then woke up an hour before the alarm and then came and had <laughs> So um, anyway, that was nice. It was nice. It's really beautiful. Like, I mean, 
I got to just past Scott's Beach, which is about... Shut up, Charlie. That was about, um, as I say, that's about 50 minutes in. Um, met them. We walked out. That's about it, I suppose. Like, well, then we got back. We had a really nice apartment uh, to stay in. Had really good showers, which I'm sure everyone else, apart from me, appreciated more than I did. But, but I, appreci- to... I still appreciated it. Anna hasn't mentioned them. You mentioned them half a dozen times. <laughs> she has mentioned them. No, I know she is. <laughs> the pillow was good. The pillow was all right. When... Um... Janie and I did the Heafy a million years ago. It was... Um, that was your first date, wasn't it? First date, yeah. First date Heafy? Yeah. Did you do the whole thing? Yeah. On I, a first date? We'd been together a few months. Okay. It was a, a first fa- family trip. Um, Pre-family trip. I think it was. I think we did the Able to oh, I'm just trying that. to make it sound a bit more exciting, but... Oh, shall I tell you the next bit of the sentence? Yeah. So when we did the heavy together, Tropical Cyclone Gita oh, that's struck exciting. while we were walking on it. All right. Um, which made, made it terrifically exciting and, and um, challenging in some ways, but, but rewarding in, in most ways. But I'm just reminded of it because at the end of the heavy, we did it the other way to Anna, other way to most people. Mm-hmm. So we ended up um, in the Golden Bay side. And when we got to the end of the Heafy, we learned that <laughs> Golden Bay and the Tarkaka Hill and between the end of the Heafy and Collingwood had all been wiped out. Oh. So there were no shuttles, no nothing. Oh, so no. we had to walk from the end of the Heafy. Oh, no. It's, it's actually and, a really long my, walk. Yeah. my Into Tarkaka. We, 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 we went to someone's house and got a... Got a we, we, we walked for a couple of extra hours, but we mm. didn't... It was, we didn't all walk all the way to Collingwood. It, that walk is a lot. I mean, you're in the middle of nowhere, basically. Yeah. When you come out the Heafy, the car park's really nice. Yeah. But then, like, the 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 my drive, but your yeah. walk into... Well, no, we, we, we were the other end. I'm still talking about the other end. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the walk into Collingwood yeah. is really long. Yeah, like, we did about half of it. Yeah. Um, did you get to like, the Langford store? No. Did you see that? Yes, I've, I've been there. So for cool. A lovely cup of tea. Cup lovely. of tea, lovely. Um, we should have podcasted it, but yeah. this didn't exist then. We could go there and do a special. Uh, I think that would be amazing. Yeah. We should take take sugary brew on the road to the tea shops of, of the top of the South Island. Yeah, we should. That's not a bad idea. But I, I just so, so the the last morning of coming down that big hill mm. on the Heavey, my knees had started to be a bit unpleasant. Would you have preferred to go up it instead of no, down? No. Yes, maybe. I don't know. I loved, loved... I mean, you did go up it just, a few days earlier. Exactly. I suppose. But I was... I was uh, the fridge is on. Um, <laughs> I loved it's, it's all of the... It's a tiny heavy. bit closer it's, now. <laughs> exactly. <as well. laughs> but it's amazing how psychologically, once we'd got to the car park at the end of the Heafy and realised that we were still going to be walking every fucking footstep... Yeah. after the car park. Well, these guys were saying it's like that, and when I saw them, it was literally the last 45 minutes of their walk, you know, last yeah. hour. And they were saying that was the hardest yeah. part of the whole thing because when you well, know... the last you're, when 45 you're almost... minutes of the walk was a bit annoying. It was, a yeah, bit, was yeah, kind yeah. of my least yeah, favorite yeah. part of the heavy. And then I had to do another three hours. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's missed, not good. At one point, I just sat down by the side of the road and said, nah, nah. this is bullshit. <laughs> I've eaten my last fruit burst. Oh... Uh, Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you had a wonderful time, Anna. The Heafy is beautiful. Was there a 
Yeah, but we could... There was no point being in it because there was nobody going to come. And you had no food. And we had no food. And we had to get somewhere for, for the night. So we had to... The phone phone wasn't working at all. Um, and there wasn't anyone that had a car that could have taken it? We, we were first told that the road to Collingwood was out completely. We called the taxi service and they said, nah, mate, nah. Later it transpired that he said it's a bit lazy and he couldn't be asked. Um, so we got hold of a lodge of a backpackers <laughs> and the guy who ran the backpackers came out and got us. So it was, it was fine in the end. Um, but the Tarkaki Hill was closed. I mean, the the works on Tarkaki Hill are from Hurricane Gita. Hurricane Gita. <laughs> Tropical Cyclone Gita. Um, so we had to then stay in Golden Bay an extra night or two and get the boat around. Oh. Terrifically dramatic and exciting. So was the, the boat, was that like... Because of the damage, was that a service that was being run, or did you have to like there pay it a lot? Oh, we had to we had to pay. To get there was back. no other way. Like they no. weren't giving anyone lifts. Nah, no. it's a bit tight. But it wasn't anyone's fault. That... No, but you know, <laughs> supposed to come together as a community when they these did. things happen. They and, did, and, and, and charged. Like, <laughs> I think they. It was a I think they... discount. Maybe. I don't, know, I don't know if they did or not, actually. Mm. But we were just terrifically grateful that we can go home. Yeah, I suppose. Um, well, you could have. I mean, there are worse places to be stuck in, I suppose. And by then, it became beautiful. And right. blue skies and clear. So we spent the day at, I think it was Totranui, and just sat or went for a swim and, you know. Sounds right. Tough gig. If you're going to be stuck somewhere, get, get stuck in paradise, lad. Yeah. Should you have a cup of tea? Uh, yeah, so just quickly... We've started renovating the little pantry. It's like a, a pre... So we were putting off working on the pantry and kitchen while Samba was with us because we didn't want to, like, turn his life upside down with noise and mm. mess. So we decided to start... Uh, you may recall... Did we talk about our experiences yeah. of going to yeah. pick up the stuff? So that's... Now it's, it's finally time to... Uh, to build out that so we'll keep you posted mum <laughs> we'll keep you posted yeah. um for everyone else we'll go and put the kettle on again because it's probably tepid by now and i thought you got that magic kettle that keeps things to oh it, it is but you have to push the button to tell it to do that and then it'll keep boiling every time it goes under that'd be annoying wouldn't it? it would while you're trying to record a podcast yeah. we'll be back after this after this ah! Welcome back. Welcome, Jolly. Jolly. Welcome, Welcome back. Jolly back. Two, part two of Sugary Fruit. Part two of a podcast Sugary Fruit. In which, a podcast in which we drink a cup of tea. And tonight it is Pucker Tea's Nighttime Organic. As you might remember, Pucker, still the same box, uh, seem to be very ethically positive. Ethnically positive. Eth- no. Eth- ethically. Ethically positive. One hopes also. Ethnically <laughs> positive. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> I think it. I anyway, night time. A dreamy bed of oat flour, lavender, and lime flour. Sweet dreams. Night. Naturally caffeine free and ethically sourced as a not ethnically, ethnically. sourced. Uh, I'll skip that. <laughs> Welcome back. A hundred percent organically grown ingredients. Oat flowering tops. Thirty percent licorice root. Chamomile flour, lavender flour, lime flour. Hold on. It smells a little bit like Razel Hanout. Razel Hanout. Lime flower, valerian root, Tulsi. That's leaf. a board game, isn't it? 
Valerian Root. Yeah. Oh, Valeria is a board game and Root's a board game. Yeah, they're two board games. Yeah. If you mix them up in the box. Yeah, mate. Choose yeah. your adventure. 28% far while... We've done this last time. We did this. <laughs> it says infuse up to 15 minutes, which kind of upsets me a little bit, I'll admit, because... Um, listeners, I'm going to put the microphone down and walk away while Danny has a tea rant. We don't have 15 minutes. To <laughs> this is, the tea section, if it went on for 15 minutes, would frankly Before be Before we even long. tasted it. No. Not going to happen. Not having it. Pucker, nucker. It's yeah. been two minutes so far. Right, well, let it go a little bit. It still smells fairly weak. I can smell... Uh, did, it, did I say chamomile? It smells oh, a little bit chamomile here. You did say chamomile. Is there honey? Nope. <laughs> Cause I'm smelling honey, honey. There's no honey in there. Boiling just the water you need helps make every cup of pucker tea as sustainable as it can be. See Which that's is true. It's true. But Except it's made in the UK. And then employed to New Zealand <laughs> across the entire planet. Sometimes I do think that you know that they're they're just filling space on the on the packet yeah, with with over over um, claiming their amazing um, credentials. Credentials, thank yeah. you. Mm. All right. Well, if you want to know uh, more about the box of pucker teas. We talk about it in the Revitalize episode, which we did a few weeks ago. So this, you might remember, is a day-to-night collection of organic teas. <laughs> He's going to do No, I'm not going to do the whole thing. I'm just saying, like, in case you haven't yeah, listened yeah, and yeah. Ha- aren't going to listen to it in the near future, it had five different teas in it, which was a good get-out-of-jail-free card for us when we couldn't find yeah, a tea for the week. So um, we're using up another one of our get-out-of-jail-free tokens this week. Let's see. I feel I, like this should be as brewed as it gets. I don't, I'm not sure. I, I know it's. It's. Weird. I think what we should do is after four minutes, which is now, have we should sip. have a sip, uh-huh. and then just let it stew for a while if it's not strong. Let enough. it stew. Let it stew. I'm playing tomorrow night at the Golden Bear. If you're with fancy Steve Mitchell. No, this one is with um, Darren Andrews. Oh, where's Darren Andrews? He's a blues singer songwriter. Nice. And covers and yeah, and with Simon Lusby. Oh, Simon Lusby. Yeah, Simon Lusby. He's a Malpua blues singer songwriter. <laughs> He's not from Malpua, but right. It feels quite hot. It's nice. It tastes like a, an exotic chamomile tea. It does. Yeah. And I, I really like chamomile. It tea. tastes like. It might need another 11 minutes of boring, <laughs> which I'm going to, I mean, we can... I think we should, we should take it at its word. I think we can, we've had a couple of sips. It's, it's mild, it's light, it's citrusy, slightly. It's not a lot of citrus in there. It's lime, it's, it's like lemongrass sort the... of citrus. It's not like, it's not, I can taste, it's got lime flour in it. And that, I'm not picking up any citrus. I think... I had this problem last week. I think maybe my <laughs> oh, mouth have I got to do the not breathing and then breathing in after I've breathed? Breathe but out your not nose. breathing, but do that face. Blow out your nose. Blah. Hang on. It doesn't taste much stronger no. than it did 30 seconds ago. We'll leave okay. it a few more minutes. 
I'm, I'm quite enjoying it, but I, yeah, I, it's I nice. like it's mild. It's like there was a time when chamomile tea, chamomile tea was my tea of choice. In really? The yeah. Uh, I I was never a big chamomile tea guy. I just seemed whenever we had an eye infection, my mum and or grandma <laughs> would make us put chamomile tea bags over our eye eye sockets. That's just sadistic. Not boiling hot. All right. <laughs> And then, then pour the kettle yeah. over the tea bag on your eye. Don't move into a cup. <laughs> so you um, wouldn't have an itchy eye anymore. Chamomile doesn't. It's more scent than it is flavour. Um, it, it's I partly like it because it's just a very romantic word. Chamomile. There was a novel, wasn't there? The Chamomile Lawn, which is a beautiful title for a novel. Um, I, I don't think I've read it. I think it was a TV program. Um, I've heard of it. Faye Weldon? Was it Faye Weldon? I don't know if it was. Oh, yeah, anyway. I therefore thought it was posh. That's my tummy. Is it? Yeah. it sounds like a little tiny motorbike. <laughs> I've got a little tiny motorbike in my tum tum. I'll have to make sure not uh, to it's edit coming, that. It's coming round to um, motocross time of year. Uh, oh, is it? Uh, fun. It's, I quite like it. But um, you just gave your address away. Oh yeah, fuck! I doxed myself. Yeah, I'll beep it. I'm on road about it. Mum already knows where I live. Yeah, that's true. She's there half the time. Yeah. So, you know, I really like that. It's nice. It's very, very. Um, I don't know if it's getting much stronger. It's quite floral. Yeah, it is quite floral. It's it's building up more flavour at the back of my tongue. What's that? Is that the umami? Daddy's pointing to the back of his tongue. At the very back of the tongue. I think that proves you're not very good at drinking tea. No. no. That's where the flavour this this particular tea is tingling the back of my tongue. Hang on, let me Is that let umami? Me, let me Umami. Iranable. <laughs> No more? No more? F- no, I'm getting extra zings at the back of my Maybe you're coming tongue. down with something. Could be. Yeah. Might be. Well, <laughs> that's, it's all right. That's put a Spaniard in the works, isn't it? Um, I, I really like this. I would, I would, this is my favourite of the pucker. We've only had time. two. And we did quite enjoy two, the last one. Which, first one is my least favourite. Um, yeah, no, highly it's recommended got, it's got from the brew. slightly... It tastes like chamomile tea. But the smell of it is a little bit... It, it smells a little bit like India, slightly. Like Ras El Hanout, which is North which is African. Middle Eastern, right? North African. Um, but similar similar herbs, spices, I made Ras El Hanout tonight, which is why... Did you? Was, um, Maybe that's why you're still tasting it. But it has similar, some of the similar flavours. Notes. Notes, notes and ingredients, right? Mm. Um, so it's a slightly... What's in Razal Hanout? The way you make it? Loads of stuff. I can't remember now. Um, oh, so I think was... it literally translates to top of the shop. Top of the shop? Top yet. of the shop yet. <laughs> I, so, I mean, my Arabic is not very good, but Hanout is the same as the Israeli Hebrew word. Chanot, which is shop. Right. And I assume Raz is like head. So right. it's... Because in, in Hebrew, it's Rosh, is head. Right. So it's head of the shop. 
Right. Which is like, I guess. So it's it's it's, it's all the, top, the king of the spices. The, the but I think it's, the, it's literally like all the top spices mixed together. Like top shelf. It's porn spice. Maybe. I like it. Was she one of the Spice Girls? Yeah. Yeah. Ginger, baby, sporty, and naughty. The other one. Yeah. And, and porn she spice. Left, she was the Pete Best of the Spice Girls. And on that note, was that a cricket joke? It was a Beatles joke. Oh, who's he? Pete Best was it's probably not as not a great. I thought it was a footballer. No, that's George. George Best. Best. Pete Best was the drummer up until. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. For a couple of years. I um, think he got a little mention in McCartney Three Two One. Possibly, Un- they tend to not. Okay, maybe um, they, didn't. they kind of kicked him out just as they started. Kicked him out. <laughs> kicked him. Kicked him. Why are we doing Geordies? Um, they kicked him out just as he was um, as getting into was it. Got signed to EMI. <laughs> yeah, he was midway through. He was finally getting into it. In the groove, he said, "Get out of here, mate!" Get out of it. Ringo's um, arrived. Ringo, and and that was the, the the time at which the. No, they did discuss it because like. I don't know if they mentioned him by name or what have you, but they were discussing the moment where they became they got a different and a different Beatles once yeah. they found Ringo and yeah. courted him. Yeah, because um, he was supposed to be he was playing with Rory Storm and the Hurricanes. Hell yeah, and he, he was. had a summer gig at um, Butlins <laughs> that he he couldn't leave immediately. In the well-worn Ringo Starr anecdote, I couldn't leave immediately, so I said, I'll do the weekend, I'll join you on Monday. That's not Ringo Starr's accent. But you know what I mean. It's smelling more and more like Razel Honey, like a, a mild curry. It, it does taste like chamomile tea, a mildly spiced chamomile tea. It is a mildly spiced chamomile. Chamomile and hanout. Chamomile hanout. Yeah. And on that note... <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back. That was a oh. tip-top tea section, Dan. It was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. What, what do you think, Jen? Let us know. Richie. After this. Et al. Well, I mean, let us know in between now and the next Don't section. stop listening. The next section's gold. After this. <laughs> Welcome back. We really need to get a sting for telly. That's it. Perfect. There you go. All right. Will you like turn that into a song? I will. I'll, use, I'll reuse that every sick week. Sick beats down it. No, that's it. Behind it, under it, over it, through it. Don't know. Near it. Whatever you want. Yeah. What have you been watching this week, Danny? Sugary sugar. Well, this week we struggled mm. through James Bond. I fucking loved every <laughs> second of it. Uh, well, it was brilliant. I would rather be watching June. Do you like any other James Bond films? Not, not, not militantly. Do you like them at all? Don't know. They're all the same. They all blur into one for me. It's so formulaic. I mean, the, like I pr- so the thing I like about Bond is locations and the little choreographed car thing. Um, but it's just. It's always the same thing. There's a lady in a dress here, and he's like suave over there, and it's like a, a plot that is just almost completely un, yeah. un impossible to unravel. Yeah. You don't know who's who. Yeah. I have to say, in this Bond, 
I thought Rami Malek Malik was wishy-washy and rubbish. Well, yeah, but I mean, he kind of... I mean, isn't that just the every Bond villain? No, I mean, it's, no, it's no. So There's been some great Bond films. There's been superb Bond films. The original Blofeld, Donald Pleasance, who my mum was the nanny for. Oh, yeah, pretty good that. Um, and and Scaramanga. There's been there's been iconic and superb. Scaramouche, Bond Scaramouche. Can you do, do the, the Fandango? Thunderbolt and lightning. <clears throat> very very frightening. Um, copyright. Speaking of Malik. Yeah. I thought he was rubbish. I thought I didn't think he had much to work with, but I thought. Yeah, it was pretty pretty wet blanket. Yeah. And I'm um, so. The movies stop, stop, stop. Do we need to sound the Chernobyl spoiler tone? No, not necessarily. Unless it's a spoiler that it's the same as every other Bond film that ever there existed. There are massive spoilers in this one. Are there? There are massive. Plot well, points. I mean, we won't talk about anything. Past... We won't mention that he dies in the end. Whoa! Oh fuck! <laughs> I have to edit that out now. Thanks. For... Nah, you won't. Why not? Cause fuck it. No one listens. And no one... All our listeners are far anyway, too cerebral to like Bond. Point is, yeah, but not necessarily. My mum. <laughs> is, does she like Bond? Not particularly, I don't well, think. Well, there you go then. She's on my... She's. Well, look. So, the film is two hours, 45 minutes. And felt like an hour and a half. Did it? Mm. We had to watch it over three nights. Right. Well, I mean... Okay, and I got out of the Heafy this week. You didn't have to watch it at, at all. all. No, well, look, we had nothing better to do, and Anna <laughs> wanted to sleep <laughs> after coming out the Heafy. So, I mean, I may have enjoyed it less because Anna really didn't enjoy it. It's hard to watch something and enjoy it when someone next to you is tutting. But by the end, by the third day... When we were getting to the last half of it, Anna was just resigned to like just sleeping and getting comfortable, and that, that bit I quite enjoyed. I think Ooh. you don't particularly like James Bond films. I don't not. I mean, you know, like my dad used to watch them when we were growing up. They were always Have on around Christmas. Have you seen the other Craig films? Yeah, but they're just like... I, I don't know if I really got into them, especially... I remember the old ones, right. and they, you know, they had this kind of like, I guess. You talk about the Roger Moore kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eyebrowy, brilliant. Yeah. Jokey, silly, and, knockabout. But it, it's become it. It became more like I don't know. I think like Casino Royale and the other one. <laughs> Spyfall. Yeah. Skyfall. Sorry. Spy. Spyfall. Spyfall is a board game. I think I, I did watch them, but they all blur into one, and I didn't really follow yeah. any of it. Yeah, there's an, there's an element of that with Bond for me too. Um, I thought this one was stylish. I thought it was more fun than a lot of the Craigs had any right to be. Um, directed by the same guy who directed True Detective, um, Carrie Fukunaga, and I thought he directed it superbly. I thought he directed it with with pace and zip and, and wit. Except it was still unnecessarily two hours and 45 minutes. Um, I think if you're not enjoying something, that is too long. <laughs> that is pretty long. <laughs> if you're loving every second of it, it can probably be I, I, an extra 20 minutes. I enjoyed June a lot more than this. I, but it's, I, I, I think because the reason being is it that it felt kind different. of different. 
to me. Like, where's, this is just the 35th Bond that is all kind of washes into... There were, there the were, formula is always the same. It's like there's some... Which I, I find terrifically comforting. I, right. I, I really enjoy that. And the fact that this, this particular Bond, No Time to Die, um, played a little bit more to that kind of box-ticking Bond stuff Format. than some other more recent Bond films have done. Um, I, I enjoyed, you know, check. It had the gadgets, check. It had the car, check. It had the team. Like, I, I, I think Ben Whishaw as Q is superb, and I think he could be... I could watch him in anything, and I think that the M, the Q, the Money Penny team, I think, are as good as they've ever been in Bond. Um, I, I think um, Ray Fiennes is superb. Rory Kinnear is superb in everything. Slightly hard to not look at him and think he's a Nazi now that he did Woodley Wode. Um, <laughs> I thought that... Um, I can't remember the character or the actor's name, forgive me, but the actor who played the replacement 007 I thought was superb. Possibly had a little not not quite enough to, to work with. I delighted in the Russian accents. I, I thought of you an awful lot, actually, <laughs> in the Russian accents. Um, I, I thought... I don't know. Moshing machine. <laughs> <laughs> It was that level of Russian accent. And interestingly, uh, Russian accents apparently are the only accents films can do and Without get being away in trouble, with. Really? Right? I, I, it must be. Yeah. Um, yes. I thought. I thought. I didn't. I didn't know where Remy Malik's accent no. was trying to be. No. Um, yeah, it wasn't clear, was it? No. I think it might have been trying to be Russian, <laughs> but I, I don't know. Um, you know, I think it was an eight out of ten Bond film. So if you like Bond. It's a really good film. If you don't like Bond, what business have you doing watching Bond? Well, I, I did want, I go. I went in wanting to enjoy it, and I didn't. I don't. I don't wish I had my hours back like you did with June. But June's awful, wasn't it? I I liked it, <laughs> as we've already discussed. But I, that's what I'm I, saying. I think like can, can I can I say uh, having thought a little bit more about June? I think it's it's patently quality filmmaking. It's patently a good film. Mm. I just couldn't stand it. Yeah. Personally. But if you just let it wash over you, like try. like you would want me to let Bond wash over me. I don't want you to watch let, I don't want you to enjoy Bond. No. That's fine. I, I, I don't want you to have a miserable time. I'm not suggesting no, that. No, but that's what I mean the thing is I wouldn't I I'm not I wouldn't not watch another Bond. It's not like that level of like I kind of suggest that you don't. But cause... I think we've probably seen every Bond that we need to see, haven't we? Um no, because this this Bond, whilst being formulaic and, and, and still very much Bond film, still bought, brought Bond slightly up to date. He's still a Bond for 2021. I think... He's still a Bond that is, is less misogynistic. He's still a Bond that is, is, is more, um, more 2021, right? Right. But it still makes, makes the one line, it still makes the, the superb jokes, as in frankly terrible jokes <laughs> um, there was an awful lot again we've discussed this before there's an awful lot that was there for people who like Bond right and like previous films did you get the musical callbacks yeah like themes from previous yeah, Bond yeah, films yeah. and you got uh, the yeah, but... Louis Armstrong thing and you got yeah. you've, you, you've seen On Her Majesty's Secret Service yeah did that not make you well up no, no. went a bit on I'm not normally an uh, action stunts kind of guy at all. 
Um, but this this definitely scratched that itch for me. I, I think that I actually remember enjoying like Mission Impossible more than Bond. Well, so that, that's the interesting thing. I mean, Mission Impossible has become... So the more recent Mission Impossible films have really upped the ante of that kind of thing. And mm. so so the, the, the Bond action thing that they do in this one, I think they con- consciously tried to not out Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible. Yeah. Right? You can't, Tom Cruise doing the stunts for real and they're just bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger. But um, that made this feel... And prior li- to that, there was, there was Bourne was taking yeah. Bond territory and Bond had to decide, the, the filmmakers had to decide whether they're going to then Bond, going to sort of adopt a Bond kind of um, feel mm. or go completely the other way. Um, yeah. And I think, I think they, they Well, succeed. I mean, they, they've stuck to, they, they have stuck to the spirit of Bond. They haven't tried to out Mission Impossible or out no. Born things. Which is I would fine. I would like, but for such a I mean, were the old films three odd hours long? No, but that's that's a cinema, that's a that's a modern cinema. Um, are bladders bigger than they used to be? Or I think I think filmmakers are more indulgent. Yeah. So anyway, I think we've we're at risk of belaboring the point. You <laughs> that's. Most unlike us, Danny. You liked Bond a lot. I, I liked to, blonde. To... But blonde. I like blonde. I like blonde less. That's why I prefer blonde in the seventies. You just can't resist a man in a in a tuxedo. So I he think. does. He does wear a suit exceptionally well. <laughs> he does though. So moving on, because otherwise we'll be here all night. The other film that we started discussing last week, but then didn't get into because you hadn't seen it yet, was Nine Days. Are you? Any better off? Are you any better than? Do you want me to, to give a little synopsis? I'm I'm dying to hear how you describe this movie. So, um, Nine Days is a is a um, sort of high concept sci-fi. Um, main character Will, really sledgehammerly named. Do you get it? Will, um, played by Winston Duke, is watching a series of television screens. Of, of lives that are living on Earth, and one of these characters dies. He then has to interview um, like half a dozen people over nine days to see if they get to take a, a life, a place on Earth to live the new life this TV screen has yeah. um, vacated. So in in the film, we watch um, Will. Will, do you get it? Will. Um, I actually didn't get it until you just... Will, determination. Yeah, no, I get it now that you've like wink, wink, nudge, nudging at me. Do they have to, do they not think at some sort of writing meeting, shall we not call him Will? Didn't bother me. Anyway, carry on. Bothered me. Yeah, I can tell. Um, So we we watch him interview these these characters and and they drop off. Um, They get eliminated. um, They have a series of of interviews and like... Tests. Meanwhile, he's obsessively trying to figure out whether the the girl who he previously picked but died, whether it was a mistake of his to 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 choose her yeah. for that life. Um, another character played by Benedict Wong, who I thought was really cool. Um, Kyo, which means cooperation in Japanese, cooperation. Do you get it? Um, well, I mean, had you not looked that up, you wouldn't have got it. Well, once Will was so blindingly obvious named, I thought, oh, I bet Kyo's name means something. Okay. Um, 
he's kind of he's kind of an overseer who who um, basically is there to make sure that Will chooses that his choice is all right. Mm. The, right. the difference Will between... has lived on Earth, Kyo yeah. hasn't. Yeah. So Will previously lived, but then became an overseer type guy, or like the interviewer, but yeah. Kyo didn't. So what what I found really interesting was that. You and Anna watched this film last week, and you you said that you really enjoyed it, and Anna enjoyed it less so until afterwards. You had this a discussion which um, lent more meaning to it for Anna. I'd I'd like you to tell me what you told Anna. It was quite a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I mean, the thing is that I I again I got really into it. The idea of it, like the idea of the lives and the appreciation for all the tiny moments of life. I think the reason Anna didn't enjoy it so much is because it seemed kind of obvious to her. Whereas, while it seemed kind of obvious, I guess, I I enjoyed that whole sort of, the experience of realizing those the importance of those little, little things moments. i mean I've, I've written down and that's what little. that's kind of what i came away with that's what it was about um and about loss and loneliness and little things and yeah and and the story of why um why will is is so like the way he is his personality and and what eventually he comes to realise through a girl who he's interviewing. Yeah, so that was basically it. I, I, it, it kind of reminded me, in some ways, tangentially, of a an animated film, which I think is on Netflix, saying I. It's called I Lost My Right Hand, which is superb. It's brilliant. Yeah. Like I, unreservedly, ten out of ten, superb. Yeah. So. Maybe we should but talk we should, about that another time. You and I like the same film. Well, yeah, we do. But it, it kind of reminded me of that in a way that it was kind of... But that had brevity. It had lightness. It had humour. It had... it had. Um... I think what yeah. it was about the, the two that I saw as a connection was the... Other than, you know, obviously the discussion of, of Will and stuff, but, like, the, the interviewees spent quite a bit of time looking at the screens themselves and giving their own analysis of what they enjoyed or didn't enjoy, which was a, a really good mechanic for getting a lot of different ways that people look at life to come across. Like, the, what did this person see and like, or what did they see and dislike, or what did they just not notice, or what... So, the, the, the mechanism of the story allowed a lot of different viewpoints of different people to come across, I felt. Um, but also as being watching the film and, and kind of being taken on that journey as an observer is what I kind of felt was so strong about I lost my right hand is mm. because the protagonist is literally a hand and the, the memories of that hand are in first person. So it, that's what really touched me about that movie, which mm. I guess like it's, this is like a joint review now, but mm -hmm. basically the, the way the shots were literally him as a child's hand and then him as a grown-up's hand and mm. then him as an adult hand and everything was all his all the hands memories were in first person and you would never see i don't know if you do see you might see once or twice but you, you don't see i know we've moved on to another film but just let me finish I, 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 the, like as i sit here talking now 
looking at my own hands, I get flashbacks of that movie. And that's yeah, why it, it, it really, like, really touched me, that yeah. film. And this kind of did a film kind of, you know, more, more I guess, more, less, less room for your own imagination in some ways, but still, I felt was just a, a lovely sort of growth of of characters and realizing you know I, and it may be i'm you tell me what you thought but i i well, it, I, I, it may I, be. I don't really want to i well um, <laughs> that's well, why we waited for you to watch it i want to hear your i mean you may feel the complete opposite to me but i thought it was i thought it was incredibly stagey i thought it was very theatrical mm. i thought i thought um i found that quite difficult to get past interestingly um i felt it was a lot longer than bond I, I thought um, the languidness of it might have something to do with that, right? Um, mm. I thought it took a long time to say something that could have been said a lot quicker. Um, one of the reasons I liked Bond is it wasn't saying, it doesn't say anything mm. necessarily, um, which I know sounds vacuous and trite, but I don't... I think, I think this, like, I was, I was reminded of um, a, a beautiful Paul Simon song, Slip Sliding Away, right? Which in the first three verses of which say more about l loss and loneliness and longing and the little things in life than that that, that film did to me. Mm. Um, I thought it struggled under, under the, the weight of the conceit of, of the film. I thought I thought it, um, I was pleased that it didn't try and go into, you know, law and say- No, there was is, no explanation which, which to is, any which of it. Which is superb. Which is what, I mean, that's that's kind of, you know, there, there are really small budget indie sci-fi movies that just don't have the budget to like really go into the mechanics of how could this possibly exist. And which is brilliant because that, that's, it's not like, unnecessary. I've, I've never liked Star Trek because Star Trek was always interested in, in explaining the, the mechanics of mm. something. This could actually conceivably happen. And right, right. So it, I think that's incredibly to Nine Days' credit mm. that it credited you with kind of go. Oh, this is the, the, the conceit. Let's let's go with that. Yeah. You can, you're in. You're in or you're out. Yeah. Um, but I did think it, it, it. I labored a few points. Yeah. I mean, maybe it. Um, but I was, I think what happened, I, I don't know, maybe for me, it spun me off thinking about stuff in the moments that weren't capturing me. So it wasn't just like sure. I was watching it and waiting for the next thing to happen. I was, my imagination was off and running and that's why I actually really enjoyed it. Whereas, and, that, and that's what surprised me so much, which I think Anna probably has a similar feeling to you. And that's why she didn't enjoy it so much while we were watching. She she didn't get into it because it it maybe seemed a bit, sl sl I don't know, she can probably talk for herself, I suppose. Have you well, got anything to say about Nine Days? But it was so boring. <laughs> but you, that's not true, Anna. You thought it was boring at the time, but but then, but... So the monologue at the end was was quite moving, no? I thought I enjoyed it. I, I, I wanted to wait to get to the, the ending, um, which we, we can go into I now. mean, we don't have to wait. We've been talking for like so 20 it's, minutes. It's, um, I did think it was really boring. Well, you did, but until we started discussing it, and then you actually thought, actually, maybe it wasn't so yeah, boring. But that's, that's, but our conversation wasn't boring. Okay, so the conversation that is sparked was not boring, but the film itself, I to Anna, I prefer talking to you than watching Nine Days also. That's fine. Um, I, what, what I think is lovely is, is 
your reaction to it. I think mm. that's really cool. Um, I, I love when a film moves me like that, and I love a film when a film makes me think of those, that have those feelings, have those thoughts. Um, which is entirely to Nine Days' credit, which which makes me feel a lot more warmly to the film. I, I already felt pretty warm. I you know it's a three star film for me. It was mm. it was a out of ten. <laughs> out of six to nine. <laughs> it, was, it was a def, it was a it was a seven out of ten, a three out of five, right. a, 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 an eight out of six to nine. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't you know I, I wouldn't say it's one of my favourite ever movies, but there was something about it that was simple enough that it got me thinking. And even just like, you know, the, the moments that he was recreating for the the interviewees as that weren't chosen. He was... Yeah. he, And the reasons for him to do that, and but also, I mean, it, the, the whole thing was just impossibly, like, you just have to go along with it mm. because it's just like, you know, these people aren't even people. It's like... Yeah. So the whole... Th- the whole thing is just kind of high concept, but you, you, you're either on board with it and you're just going along with everything it yeah. puts out to you, yeah. or you, or you resist it. And I think you and Anna resisted it. No, no, I, no, I, I didn't. I didn't resist it at all. Um, but you, you, I, you I, watched I, it very much for what it was. Giving I wanted. You. I you wanted it at? to. I wanted it to. Having having bought the ticket to the concept, I wanted it to do, to do. To, to do it better, to, to, wanted it to be more more subtle about it. Maybe the bits where she's writing down the little, different little moments mm. all, all felt like you know Facebook quotes. I, I wanted it. I, I, I would say that I, I I would argue that I didn't resist the concept. I guess in in some ways it didn't seem to me like she was writing the notes to me. Like the, that whole premise of her like trying to explain to Will. The things that he doesn't even see, and why, and and you learn more about his story. So there's quite a lot going on, like as far as like, you know, what his life was like when he was alive, and and his purposes for choosing certain people, and what he's looking for, and how he actually sees life, not as a not as a reward to be given to the to the best person he's interviewing the the most able to deal with it yeah exactly and and i i just thought all those things were really interesting and you know if you're in if you want to um if you're willing to go along with like a completely off the wall unfeasible like Mm. premise just to get your juices flowing as far as like imagining things it's you know in a a similar way to like i lost my right hand yeah for me I mean, not as powerful as like that. Eternal I mean, sunshine, right? It's something. I lost my right hand. Like, affected me quite emotionally. Yeah. But whereas those other ones kind of didn't. I mean, this this eternal one, sunshine affected me hugely. Although I think, like, I, f- I felt the 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 monologue at the end of this was quite powerful, too. You... I, I I didn't. <laughs> okay. I thought it was overwrought. Um, I'm not a fan of Whitman. I I his. I mean, I know he's. It's like saying you're not a fan of fucking breathing or Dickens or whatever. Um, it just made me. It made me think of how powerful the what piece of work is a man soliloquy at the end of Whitnell and I is, and I and and I just thought I'd rather be watching that. I'd, I'd rather that that works so much better than the Whitman speech 
at the end of nine days, I thought went over into amateur dramatics and sure, but that's kind of what it was in a way. I mean, that was kind of the premise of it. Also, I didn't know what it was. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter what it was. Okay, but no, but that's that's the thing. I, I it doesn't. It, mat- it matters what it was. I mean, it's. it's, it's I think not, I. I, I think I was just on board. It was Whitman. I, I was think I was just on board in a way that you weren't. I wasn't. I what I. Again, in a, in a, the way I just let June wash over me, I was just on board yeah. with this, and like I was, I liked the character. I liked what, as obvious it may as it may have been, and as kind of like, um, like Anna said, it was it was kind of obvious and and what have you. But it's interesting, isn't it? Because there's a lot about it. I mean, that isn't obvious. Do mm. you know what I mean? It's well, it might it, not be for a lot of people. But no, 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 I'm talking about the, the film, hmm. right? Not not hmm. the message necessarily. Yeah, yeah the, right. the, It's a very not obvious premise. It's a very clever. In, um, yeah, yeah. That, that's an so interesting. I just thought, interesting, I just thought interesting, it was um, it was interesting dichotomy. on that. I think like if you if you like kind of art house indie sci-fi, I would say watch this because I enjoyed it, and you would say watch it because. Because Danny enjoyed it. Yeah. No, I watch it because it's 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 good. It's, it's interesting, good. and and you know, it's, it's certainly it's harmless. It's sweet. It's um, it, it and I don't know whether like I oversold it at the point of um at the point of like actually analysing it. Then it's already kind of lost me. And I think like maybe I was analysing Bond more than I was analysing this. Like this, I, this I, I love, just went. I love tonight's juxtaposition of Nine Days and Bond. Mm. I love. I feel. I feel massively guilty that I really enjoyed Bond and didn't <laughs> enjoy Nine Days. I feel less good as a human being. Well, right? you don't have to. Um, but I, 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 I really did. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I I think um, yeah I, I certainly also don't want to undermine your enjoyment of it in in any way. That's that's a danger of um, you haven't watched you have watched scenes from a marriage, haven't you? I've not I've not watched it. You yet. haven't? No, I'm still no. I've I'm, I'm nervous about it still. Um, oh. Just from a from a wanting to go through something pretty heavy kind of kind of thing. It's yeah I don't, I it's. It may be not as heavy as you expect. Okay. I mean, it. Yeah, it's 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 quite heavy, but it's not. I mean, it's not like unpleasant. I mean, it, it it's kind of uncomfortable in places. I, I really like Oscar Isaac, so um, and Jessica Chastain and Jessica Chastain. So the um, Nine Days creator and writer um, came up with the the premise of the movie hmm. after his fifty year old uncle took his own life. Right. Um, and it was his way of exploring life and the way he lived his life rather and rather than kind sure. of you know obviously there were questions about why he did it and mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff but it wasn't that wasn't the point and that wasn't the point of the movie it was more like about the moments of his life that he did live through and that was kind of, i think that was kind of ultimately what the movie was trying to say and i i think it handled that strand of of the, the 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 drama really well and really sensitively and 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 probably better than it handled more convincingly than it handled the other strands for me i thought the 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 fact that um the violinist i can't remember her name that took her own life whether she did take her own life um was handled elegantly and mm. i'm not sure for me the rest of it was handled elegantly 
I, I, I thought of you when she was playing violin and welling up, and I thought of the power of music, um, which in turn led me to think of Paul Simon and that song. Um, but it's it's those sorts of things that like the, experiencing those things in the first person in a mm. movie like that, it, like they they found a way to give that I lost my right hand experience of feeling an emotion and making making you think about you experiencing those things rather than just seeing a character so experience I those things. The moment in Bond when he's going around really fast in the car and he's getting the machine guns and his exhaust pipe goes down and leaves the things. I really felt that in that moment too. Yeah, that was like you being passenger to Janie driving the camper. Yeah, fucking terrifying. <laughs> the child seat gets further and further over towards the gear stick and it's getting more dangerous. Brilliant. Well, on that note, um, we'll be back next week for our final pre-hiatus show. Okay. Tomorrow, next week is the, the great Beatles Get Back-a-thon. Ah. Which is going to be terrifically exciting. Are you watching it then? Tomorrow? Yeah. No, Thursday. What next week. It? You said tomorrow. Oh, I don't... I, I say an awful lot uh, of things. I, I was starting to think that you were going to just not invite me. No, and, I'm not And watch that. it with your mum tomorrow. No, and then it's next not out week. next week. Well, there you go then. Yeah. So next week, it will be... Ah! Watching and talking about Get Back will probably be a good way for us to open our break for December. <laughs> end I'm not of getting term. any more words The out. end of term show. It's going to be brilliant. Um, I've got blue ink all over my fingers. Okay, bye. Oh, okay, bye. <laughs> Have a cup of tea.